And welcome, everybody, to episode number 35 of the Fighting Irish Daily Blitz. I'm your host, Rob Fitoff, also known as RPT. You can find me on Twitter, at P Fitoff. Again, that's at P's and Paul, T's and Tom, H-I-T's and Tom again, O-F-F Frank Frank. For all Notre Dame athletic updates, please go to my Twitter account. And episode 35 is presented by BetUS.com. Bet with three-decade leader, BetUS. Join now for a 125% bonus using promo code DSP125. Again, that's DSP125 or a 200% bonus with crypto using promo code DSP200. Again, that's DSP200. And bet sports, casinos, horses, pop culture, and more at BetUS.com. You bet, you win, you get paid, BetUS.com. So for episode 35... Before we get to the Boston College preview, I want to go over some recruiting yesterday, some major news on the recruiting trail, recruit recruiting trail for 2023. And I always said uh, when I started doing this podcast, we have to get a quarterback for the 2023 class. Dante Moore did not work out. Uh, he went to Oregon, but yesterday we have word that Kenny Minchie, again, his name is Kenny Minchie out of Hendersonville, Tennessee. Pope John Paul II High School, that's where Golden Tate went, uh, former wide receiver from Notre Dame. He has decommitted from Pittsburgh. And this Saturday, during the Boston College game, he's going to make a visit to Notre Dame. He has not signed people. Let's just put that right now. He has not signed with Notre Dame, has not given a verbal commitment to Notre Dame. However, by him decommitting to Pittsburgh and then taking a visit to Notre Dame this coming Saturday, things are looking good for us to get Kenny Minchie out of Tennessee. Um, again, Pope John Paul II High School. He's the number 12 ranked quarterback in the 2023 class, number 206 prospect overall in the country. Uh, what else do we have here? He, I get different um, measurables here. Some say he's six one and a half. Some say he's six three, 207 pounds, but a decent sized kid. Again, to play quarterback now, as long as you're above six foot or six foot, I mean, you don't have to be like the big six, four, six, five guys anymore, but he was an elite 11 finalist and will play in the all American bowl game following his senior season. Again, just some quick news. Kenny Minchie has decommitted from Pitt. He's going to do his visit to Notre Dame this Saturday and more than likely, but again, it's not final yet. He will be um, signing with the 2023 class later this December. Um, but again, that's to be determined, but I kept saying until we get a top-notch quarterback, um, this class, I don't care if they're ranked number one, we got to get a quarterback and this is a good sign. So if he comes for 2023, then we have CJ Carr coming in for 2024. And then, you know, if Tyler Buckner works out, we'll see. And then Drew Pine, he can be third, fourth, fifth string, whatever. But the main key for this off season is to get a transfer out of the transfer portal more than likely like a jack cone like we had last year where they where they just have one year of eligibility if we get that again a transfer kenny minchie ends up signing cj Carr comes in for 2024 we also have tyler buckner we also have steve angeli who hasn't played yet this year besides just to hand off the ball in more or less garbage time uh, which we haven't had much of this year but anyway if all those things happen which they're 99.999% sure they do. Our QB, our quarterback room is more or less stacked for the future, more or less is what I'm trying to say. It's looking good. I shouldn't say really stacked, 
but it's a lot better than what it uh, is right now. We got depth. We'll have experience. And again, some high prospects as well. So having said that, let's get off the recruiting trail and for the Boston College preview. Uh, this game is going to be at 2.30 Eastern Standard Time on NBC and Peacock streaming. Notre Dame is currently 7-3. and three. Boston College is 3-7. and seven. They had an upset win at NC State last weekend. On Saturday, at Saturday night, they won 21 to 20. The big thing with this game, it's senior day. We have currently 25 seniors. Boston College, this has been somewhat of a, and I'll get into this a little bit later here. It wasn't much of a rivalry until the 93 game when they upset us, uh, when we were number one ranked in the country after we beat Florida State, who was number one the previous week. So to me, 1993 was the last time we were really close to winning a national title. I know 2012. We got to the national title game against Alabama. We got killed. Were we really that close? 2018, Clemson in the playoff game. We lost 33-3, to I believe. Were we, were we really that close? And then 2020, played in the Rose Bowl against Alabama, who ended up winning the national title. The game was fairly competitive. We, had the, uh, we lost 31-14, to which is better than any other team that year, more or less, playing Alabama because I know Ohio State lost by 28 in the national title game. But again, were we really that close to winning the title? 1993, to me, is the last time we were really that close. And again, since that Boston College game, called a curse or whatever, that's been the biggest thing with this type of game. Since that game, there's been some peaks and valleys with this rivalry. And the thing is, I know they're only 3-7, and seven, and maybe they'll say, hey, NC State, we beat them last week. That makes our season. I highly doubt that. To really make their season is to come into South Bend, Indiana on senior day. Again, 25 seniors. And to spoil that senior day and to spoil Notre Dame's somewhat, we're kind of on a roll. Again, we took a step back a little bit with Navy. So again, I don't want to really get into the numbers because our numbers were so skewed last week because of the Navy game. However, the big thing with this game too, besides being at some of a, a rivalry game, they call it the Holy War. Phil Dracovic, he was a big-time quarterback recruit that came to Notre Dame in 2018. It didn't work out. Some say he didn't get along with Coach Kelly or Coach Reese. He loved Notre Dame. He ended up transferring to Boston College. He's had somewhat of an up-and-down career with Boston College. Right now, he's sitting at 11 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. He hasn't played since the UConn game. He sat out the last two games with a knee injury. He's been kind of beat up this year, more or less. So Emmett Moorhead, his replacement, eight touchdowns, three interceptions. We'll see who they go with. Right now, Phil Dracovic is listed as the starter for Saturday. We'll see how that goes. So again, I don't want to get too much in the stats because this game is just weird. Again, if you talk about the 1993 game, and then also in 2002, we were ranked number four in the nation. Boston College wasn't anything special. And I have the stats here. We lost 14 to seven. That was Tyrone Willingham's first year. Again, we were undefeated. And we had seven fumbles that game. Lost three of them and five total turnovers overall. There is no way Boston College should have won that game. Again, this is just a weird game. And I'm telling you right now, if we don't have our shit together to start off this game and more or less let them hang around, this game is going to get interesting and possibly lose this game. I don't have much faith in this team right now with consistency. Again, on paper, we should win this game by three touchdowns. 
But the way we handled Navy last week, and I know that's kind of a one-off, but again, consistency this year, I thought we had that pretty much fixed up during the Cle after the Clemson game. Obviously, we don't. And what have I said this whole year? You got to show me. You got to show me because you've been so inconsistent. Having said that, though, I think more or less a bend but don't break defense. We get some turnovers. We get some great special teams plays. Again, that's how we've been scoring more or less instead of just having our offense have consistent drives. I want to say 21 to 16 Notre Dame. Again, I think we hold them to field goals. They may move the ball here and there. But again, we get some turnovers from them. We capitalize on that. We capitalize on our special teams, which has been our, our most consistent and our best part of our team this year. Coach Mason, again, has done a hell of a job. But again, I'm telling you right now, if they mess around, they dick around, whatever you want to call it during this game, Boston College will hang around and don't be surprised if they get upset. This could be very much like the Stanford game where, again, we're better with them on paper, but we sleepwalk. We screw around and it's going to piss me off if that happens. So again, just some uh, quick nuggets about the history of this game. Uh, it didn't start until 1975. Notre Dame leads overall 17 to nine. And I just want to kind of give you the history. Again, when I first heard of Notre Dame football was the first time we, or not the first time was against Boston college. It was 1983. It was actually in the Liberty bowl over Christmas vacation remember watching it with my dad. I didn't get a chance to, cause I was only what I've been, I just turned eight years old at the time. I still had a bedtime. I had a bedtime for a while. Just, uh, I don't want to digress too much, but it was into high school. I still had a best bedtime, but anyway, I remember I ended up, it was pretty much a back and forth type game and we ended up winning 19 to 18. And that was when Doug Flutie was on the team. He'd end up winning the Heisman trophy the next year. But again, I remember waking up, dad, tell me they won. And pretty much from that point, I was a Notre Dame football fan, Notre Dame athletic sports fan, you name it. But if you go in here, Andy won the first eight out of 10 of this series. But then from 1999 to 2008, seven out of eight went to Boston College and they actually won six in a row. That was during the Tyrone Willingham, Charlie Weiss days. And Willingham never beat uh, Boston College. But then since 2009, Notre Dame has won every single one, and that's eight in a row right now. And Coach Brian Kelly, he never lost to Boston College. He almost did, though. Again, this is just a weird game always. 2015, the Shamrock Series at Fenway Park. A pretty good Notre Dame team. 2015, horrible defense and defensive coordinator. But that team, had they stayed healthy and had a good defensive coaching staff, I think they could have competed for a national title that year. That was probably Brian Kelly's best team. But anyway, we only won 19 to 16 that game. And again, I can't stress enough. This is always a weird game. And I just go back to that 1993 game. I know that game by hearts. I actually watched it again over the weekend, just the ending of it. I always think in my strange mind, I think doc Brown or Marty McFly, have one last travel adventure, and they go back to that game and switch things. And when I'm watching it on YouTube, I always think to myself, it's going to change. It's going to change. We're actually one that will win this game, and it never happens. So Marty McFly, Doc Brown, you always fail me on that. But just to give you a, a quick snippet of that game, again, it was right after the week we lost to or beat Florida State. We were number one. It was looking like we're going to meet 
Nebraska in the Orange Bowl for the national title. Obviously, that didn't happen. We lost that game. We ended up winning the Cotton Bowl, the last really big bowl we've won, and finished number two in the country. But again, call it, I don't know if it was finals week that week, but they just seemed flat. Again, coming up from an emotional high of beating Florida State the previous week, they ended up uh, getting down like 10 to nothing, and then it was like 24 to 14 at halftime. I have the stats here. It was 38 to 17 in the fourth quarter. And had they won this game, this may have been the greatest fourth quarter comeback in Notre Dame history. They end up taking the lead 39 to 38. Kevin McDougal, one of the most unsung quarterbacks in Notre Dame history, had he won that national title, I think his stat- status would be more or less elevated, kind of like a Tony Rice type deal. Um, who won in, the last time a Notre Dame QB won a national title? It was fourth and goal on the five yard line. He hits Lake Dawson, number 87 for just a great, uh, great pass because he just gets nailed as he's throwing the ball. We're up 39 to 38. The next kickoff, again, I, I had this in my head still after 28, or no, this will be 29 years almost. And they come down, kick, Boston College fumbles it. Notre Dame tackles them on their own 10. They got to go 90 yards for a touchdown, if not about, you know, 50 60 yards to get into field goal range, more or less. However, there's a personal foul on Notre Dame that puts them to the 25. Second, I think it's either the second or third uh, next play, Pete Bursich, he has a interception right in his hand. It's not a hard pass to catch, to intercept, I should say. It goes right through his hands. And then when I was watching the replay Sunday, I forgot it ricochets and Jeff Burris, our safety, He has another chance to intercept the ball. He doesn't. And then they go down. They get to about the the 24-yard line of Notre Dame. Again, they had to get about 50 50 or so yards. And, uh, again, everything that could go wrong for Boston College is going wrong. But Notre Dame just keeps finding ways to let them kick this game-winning field goal. Again, they tackled him on the 10-yard line. Personal foul. Pete Bursich. Can't catch the pass. Uh, Jeff Burris can't catch the ricochet. And then there's a high snap during the field goal attempt. And when David Gordon hits that uh, or kicks the field goal, it starts going left. I mean, I'm like, oh, great. They shanked it. I remember I was 18 years old. Oh, he shanked it. It literally goes beers back into the middle and comes right straight dead on for the game winning field goal. Again, I think it's going right. Again, Fears right back into the middle. One of the biggest upsets uh, in Notre Dame history against Notre Dame, I should say. Uh, they win 41 to 39. Again, I replay that constantly the past 29 years. I keep thinking Marty McFly, Doc Brown. When I watch it on YouTube, it's going to be a different story. It's not. And again, everything that could have went wrong for Boston College, that final drive, Notre Dame just left. It was just one of those perfect storms for Boston College. And that's why I keep saying, there's something about this game since that day or since that game in 1993. Again, it happened in 2002. It happened again, almost happened in 2015. And again, BC had, again, they had a six, six in a row from 99 to 2008 when we played them, that is. So again, don't mess around, guys. Don't dick around. I'm telling you, if you let them back in or let them in the game and more or less just, 
I shouldn't say let them in the game, but just let them hang around. That's the word I'm looking for here. If you let them hang around too long, this is Stanford. This is Marshall. Again, you guys, you can finish strong this year. And then we got USC. Let's worry about USC the next week. And then, like I said, just focus on this game. Don't mess around. And we can win this game by 21 points, if not more. And then get ready for USC. Because that game next week, that's going to be a big one. That's going to be a big one. That's got playoff implications for USC. And possibly we could get back into a New Year's Six Bowl or just finish the year strong. Finish 10-3 and three is what I'm saying. So again, I just want to kind of give you a background knowledge. As you can see, it's still in my head. I've seen tons of big Notre Dame wins. I've seen them win a national title in 88. But again, that loss is stuck in my head for 29 years. So again, hopefully we don't even get close to that on Saturday. But again, I uh, hope you enjoyed this. Again, Kenny Minchie, it looks like he's going to be Irish. But again, it's not final right now as well. So thank you for tuning in to episode 35. But as always, go Irish. <laughs>